Hello and welcome to Horrible Friends Condensed Spoop, a smaller, shorter version of our regular show where we talk about new horror movies, review those horror movies, and anything else related in the horror genre. I'm Chris, and today I'm joined by Jarvis and Swayze. How are you guys doing? Good. Fantastic, buddy. Thanks for having me back on. Of course. Love doing these small episodes with you guys. Uh, so today we are going to talk about like a little year in review of all, not all of the horror movies, but essentially the fact that we were gifted with a insane amount of horror movies this past year. Pretty unbelievable number. Um, in that I don't have a number. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty hard to, uh, to write down all the movies that we had. It's an egregious amount of horror movies came out in 2022. And I gotta say, I loved every second of it. Yeah. A lot of good ones. Um, you know, there's, there's the few bad ones, but you know, they can't all be great. We had a good, the bad and the ugly this year. Uh, we had enough that we were, uh, we were able to segment uh, a lot of them by type. Uh, we we had so many new ideas. Um, we had some prequels, some sequels, and some reimaginings. And uh, we can we can definitely talk about them all. Yeah, hundred percent. So, like we said, huge amount of horror movies that came out this year. So uh, I'm going to start off with you know each of us kind of saying just to pick a few. Uh, few that you saw this year um i think one of the first ones i saw this year um was the new scream scream five is it five i don't know i'm losing Scream five yep that was pretty early in the year yeah i think that was like february or so i actually still have not seen that yet because i want to see the other ones before i watch it so it was solid i got some homework (laughs) yeah you got a ton of homework bud yeah i i did see most of them i don't think i saw four um, so I think at that point I was kind of tired of it, but I think, I think enough time had passed where I was like, okay, I can, I can watch scream again. I've seen scream one and two. I haven't seen three or four scream five. Uh, I mean, uh, the jury's kind of still out on, uh, how a lot of people felt about it. I, I, I think horror movies are pretty divisive, uh, this day and age where, you know, you either love them or hate them. Um, typically, uh, you know, something like scream five, you know, the concept has been there a long time. Some people like the way that uh, this sequel was done. Some people didn't. Uh, it definitely get paid homage to the old characters. It brought a lot of the original characters back in. Uh, and it was really, I, I think it was well done. And um, what it also did is kind of establish sort of like the new generation of Scream Queens. Uh, I believe Jenna Ortega was the lead. Yes. Uh, yeah, she was one of the leads, yeah. She she did a phenomenal job. I mean, I Jenna Ortega is huge right now. I can't open my phone mm-hmm. without seeing without seeing a reel of her doing the Wednesday Adams dance. Another <laughs> kind of horror based uh, show that came out this year. Yeah, um, yeah, she did Wednesday. She did Scream. She did X. Uh, she's going to be in the next Scream that's coming out. Uh, so yeah, besides Scream, I saw I saw X, uh, the Black Phone, which I did like. Bodies, bodies, bodies was uh, was entertaining and different. Uh, and as people who listened, uh, Halloween ends. You know, already done my whole spiel on that. Uh, Smile recently that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Uh, that's 
at least off the top of my head, that's pretty much like at least the big ones that come to mind that I saw this year. Even that, that's a that's a pretty strong that's a pretty strong grouping of movies. Um, Black Phone, one of the few I did not get to see this year. Uh, let's let's jump in. We'll, we can we'll talk about uh, X a little bit because X, uh, fun concept, right? I mean, anyone who's watched the show uh, or heard the show before knows. I mean, it's it's right up my alley. I mean, what <laughs> what could entice me more than a horror movie about porn? I mean, right after I saw it, I texted you saying, hey, I found a movie that's perfect for you. (laughs) And the first uh, thing I thought when I went to go watch it yesterday was like, ah, Jarvis loved this. I know he did. (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. Like conceptually, it had me from go. Um, But more than that, what it did was something I don't know if I've seen before. I'm, I'm not saying it's the first to ever do it, but I can't recall a movie that was so well received that the sequel, or in this case, the prequel came out within the same calendar year in the movie Pearl. Yeah. And that, um, they were, they, I think they were filming it while they were pretty much wrapping production on X and only, um, the actress, uh, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she played Pearl and, um, the other character and in X, only she knew like out of the main out of the cast of X, she was the only one obviously that knew it was happening. No one else knew that was going on. So I'm pretty sure while they're wrapping principal photography and everything on X, uh, he was already working on Pearl. That's pretty interesting. That's Mia Goth, by the way, another one of like the, the scream Queens of our current age. Uh, yeah. she is, she's phenomenal and she's been in quite a few movies. Um, in X, we had a, uh, kind of, a, f- a former scream queen from the early 2000s too. Uh, what's her name? Brittany Snow. Yeah. Was, was very surprised to night. see her. Yeah. Very surprised to see her in this. Uh, I haven't seen her in much in a while. I knew she was in, um, in kind of like a horror movie that came out in the last couple of years. Um, uh, would you rather? I mean, we hadn't she, seen her in a lot that. prior to this movie. And then we didn't see her in a lot of clothing throughout the entirety of the film, which I thought was fantastic. My favorite part. Yeah, I didn't complain. Um, okay, yeah, so sorry. Uh, Would You Rather was not over the last few years. That was back in 2012, so 10 years that was, ago. That, that was a hot minute ago, for sure, dude. Yeah, but, yeah. It's all the same. All the days, they, they, they all come together. Yeah. but So, I mean, we're, we're, we're listing off a lot of the big budget, right? Black Phone, um, X, Pearl, um, you talked about Smile. Uh, I hope all the listeners uh, are on the lookout for our Smile episode. We did a full uh, Horrible Friends expose on Smile. A lot of great history behind that film. Definitely check it out. Uh, so let me just kind of go down the list. And if you guys hear a a movie that we should talk about, like please let me know. Please stop me. Uh, the Innocence, Watcher, Barbarian, Speak yes. No Evil. Oh, what do you, yeah, let's start with Barbarian. <laughs> yes. Got a ton of buzz this year. <laughs> so, I thought Barbarian was going to be just another brutal, gruesome horror movie that didn't have any context or story. And I was wrong. And I was glad that I was wrong because I enjoyed mm-hmm. it more for what I got. Um, and it caught me off guard because of what I was expecting, which I think that they did well with the way that they showed it and advertised it. They did a lot of fun stuff with advertising where it was a lot of misdirection. They did, you know, like if you, uh, they have like some alternative, um, like movie posters where it's, you know, just kind of that white picket fence, you know, nice house. And 
it's, you know, the, the main character is just kind of smiling and it says, you know, barbarian it almost looks like a fun rom-com. And it, 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 it which is funny because it kind of goes that way in the movie and, and then not so much. And it, it turns down a deep, dark hole, literally. Uh, so, 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 so fun. I can remember saying out loud while watching it, like, when is it going to get spooky? And then it just like it happened, like almost immediately after I said that. It was fun, too, because, well, uh, not fun, the opposite of fun. I was annoyed. I went and saw this in theaters. I typically don't have a lot of time to see movies in theaters, but I went and saw this, and literally two days later, it was out on HBO Max. So I, w- I was annoyed, but I didn't mind, because it was worth the money. It was, it was a lot of fun. Probably not my favorite of the year. I think we'll, we'll eventually get to kind of our favorites of the year, but uh, very fun. So anyone who hasn't seen that, highly recommend. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, uh, it's on the list got to get there bud got to do it but moving down the line um we had some uh we have some thrillers uh the menu was a a thriller that came out this year about like fine dining um yeah i heard about that that has a uh, anya taylor joy and um oh what's his name he was in uh the newer x-men movies um nicholas holt i think oh yeah the guy who played beast yep yes yep uh still haven't seen that one Got a lot of really good reviews. Again, that kind of falls into the thriller versus the horror, but I hear there's a lot of good blood and guts. Um, in that same tone or in that same vein, we have The Fall, or I'm sorry, just Fall, uh, which is a thriller about uh, heights. And leaves. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people left the movie theater. I, I watched that one. <laughs> pretty, pretty jarring. I was gonna say I need to I need to watch that as someone who is afraid of heights. Um I I wanna watch it just because I know it's gonna make me go, uh oh, fuck that. It does it well. It does it really well. A lot of good misdirection. And as someone who works with heights pretty often, it kind of reminded me that, you know, it's not always my favorite thing either. But moving forward, there are also some good uh also some good creature features. Uh we have I only counted three, so I'd love for the listeners to uh, let me know if I'm I'm missing any. But we had three shark movies that came out. Um, there was the Reef, Stalked, which kind of a clumsy title. Didn't see that one. Shark Bait, not bad. Probably the best wow. CGI. Right? Yeah, <laughs> probably the best CGI used for sharks because shark movies can be so uh, they they can be so hit or miss, especially and, with the CGI. And especially the fact that like obviously we know the 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 number one shark movie jaws like what jaws did with no cgi since it was this was what you know late 70s early 80s and then all of these movies nowadays the sharks just look like absolute shit but you can look at jaws and be like that still looks pretty good yeah we you know we still haven't done a we still haven't done a shark episode we got to get there um, because yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they use a lot of camera angles and a lot of practical effects. Uh, and today they, they don't use them as much. They still use them in almost all of them. Kind of that camera angle of something approaching, mm-hmm. uh, the, the third it's, and final you know, one. That I got, time, CGI is just always the cheaper route. Makes sense. Unfortunately, it makes the movie cheaper a lot of the time. Too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now I'm going to butcher the name on this third one, uh, it's spelled, it looks like it's the Requin, but I believe it's French. It's like Raccoon, uh, which literally translates to shark, the shark. Um, that's starring Alicia Silverstone from Clueless. And I immediately thought, my, how the mighty have fallen. 
As if. As if. Have, have you, you watched see, this? Um, As if. I haven't seen that. Except I did. did, see, I did uh, see it. Did you see The Lodge that came out uh, a couple years ago? I did not, no. She was in that. At, like She's only in it for um, a little bit of time in the beginning. And I don't want to like say what happens because spoil it. Because um, that's, that's a really, really solid uh, thriller. Teeters on like the edge of like kind of like a supernatural psychological kind of horror. Is that um, the one we watched together? I believe so. Like you and Jackie had watched it and I was like, I haven't seen this. You're like, we should watch it. And then we just kind of fucking chilled and watched that. I think, yeah, I like think we watched a, it together. Uh, like a guy, guy a, and his kids and his uh, yeah, like girlfriend yeah, at a snow lodge. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Solid movie, Jarvis. I, I'd recommend it. I think it came out like 2018 or 2019. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I'll put it on the list. Yeah, I think you can find it on Hulu. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu. And also, besides uh, Jaden Martell, he was uh, Billy, or the young Billy in the uh, redone uh, It uh, movies. Oh, yeah, okay. So he was, he was pretty good. I would say Google, the, <laughs> the reviews on Google... Do, don't really give the movie justice it's definitely better than the uh the 2.3 out of 5 google gives it on that note um that kid was actually in a horror movie this year it was called mr harrigan's phone yes uh me and jackie watched that is that a, is that a stephen king re- uh i think it's it, it's one of those like short stories I, I don't know if it was necessarily king or maybe been his son i think but someone from the king family i believe Really, it was it was a good movie. Um, it says written and directed by John Lee Hancock, so I think we're a little off base there. But it kind of uh, I thought it read sort of as a Stephen King. I haven't seen the whole thing, but it it's um okay. Yeah, no, it's based on a Stephen King short story. Oh, okay. I would, yep, I would sense. say go in with lower expectations. It was a this is decent, solid movie, but um, it's it's nowhere near um like thriller or horror as it and it made it seem even though it's like you know a, a Bloomhouse movie like I think it wasn't I don't really think anything even like remotely creepy happened for like an hour like the the advertising for it definitely made it seem a lot scarier than it was well uh some other movies that we had this year uh cannibalism made a big comeback this year uh we had... I love when cannibalism just comes back it's back in baby we're, we're back to eating folks <laughs> it's like herpes it just flares up every once in a while yeah <laughs> uh th- there's <laughs> there's some there's some decent ones this year um with some big names uh fresh was one of the ones i have here on the list that had uh timothy chalamet starring bones and all was another one um sebastian stan i want to say is in that one so Hi. yeah some big names we're eating people to, this year not bad I need to see both of those because they are on my list. Was Army Hammer in that too? See, I, that's that's what I'm thinking, man. Like, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> if Hollywood's going to talk shit and try to cancel you. I mean, you might as well do a movie about what you really love. <laughs> Eating people. Yeah. I'm not judging. We don't uh, shame here at Harvard. We, we certainly don't. Uh, more movies that we have. Uh, we had Men, Deadstream. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Chris, I know you said you saw bodies, bodies, bodies. That was kind of yes. like a kind of a fun, younger, like sort of really uh, fast paced sort of like who done it. 
Yeah, it was very kind of in the sense of like, you know, um, if you remember like the story of like, uh, and then there were none, like very kind of. Yeah, 12 like, Little Indians. Yeah, like, you know, people are dropping one after another and, um, you know, and it's just like, oh no, who did it? But it, it was very much in like the scene of like, I think without spoiling any, trying to spoil anything, um, it's like done on the premise, like all these kids are at this um, house for a hurricane party. Um, but they're all like, you know, TikTok, Instagram influencers, pretty much. Fucking, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it for a little bit, and uh, he was actually pretty solid in it. It's kind of the only thing that caught my eye about it. And uh, no, it was good. I, and again, I don't want to spoil anything, but like it was. Um, it was good. Um, not like very gory or anything, but like, you know, any kills in it were solid and just like how, how the story kind of wraps up is, is very different. It's not what you would expect at all. And I really like that. Like it was, it was refreshing. I'll say that. Well, I didn't see a lot from the foreign market this year. Um, we had, uh, one movie that, that got a lot of notoriety was Incantation. I saw that one. That one is pretty scary. Kind of more of that demon, uh, you know, dark religious kind of angle on that one. Pretty good. Uh, definitely worth worth taking a look at. See, I saw that and I didn't care for it. Really? Um, okay. Personally, yeah. It just it didn't grab me. Um, uh, a lot of times when I see like foreign um, demonic possession movies, like I saw Veronica. Um, it just it doesn't grab me like I feel like it should. Like it has nothing to do with like how it's made or the way it's written or anything like it. Just uh, it didn't grab me for some reason. But you and um, I were speaking uh, before the show, and we you were saying you were kind of you were kind of funned out when it came to sort of like the the dark demon aspect, right? Like just because the there's a big saturation in the market. There is a big saturation in the market. I tend to gravitate to those ones more because like I want I want another scare like The Conjuring or Insidious and. That's what I look for, and I don't always get it. Um, so I end up going through a lot of those possession type movies, and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, this one's really good. This is a good one." And then other times I'm like, "Ah, I wasted my time." Uh, some other ones that we had uh, before we get into uh, sort of the prequels and sequels and reimaginings. We had some low budget ones. Uh, this one, I don't think anyone has seen this one. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the title of the film is "Bitch Ass." Anyone heard of it? Nope. No. Nope. Bitch. I've been called one, but no. <laughs> right. I've heard him called that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've called him that. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass is actually, it, it, it seemed, again, I haven't seen it, um, seemed relatively low budget, starring, get this, Tony Todd. Uh, and it's centralized around a black serial killer, not Tony Todd's character. I he almost kind of takes on like a uh, uh, sort of like the narrator role. So, but it was interesting. You think, yeah, you think I, you think Tony Todd in the narration role would definitely help, like boost your movie because that man has a commanding voice. It was the most interesting thing about the preview that I saw, no doubt. What was funny though is that I feel like the DVD of this movie will eventually go in to the brick and mortar of the next movie that I have here on the list, which was, and yes, this actually happened, ladies and gentlemen, Spirit Halloween made a movie. 
Yes, they did, and I didn't get to watch it. <laughs> I I want to though. Yeah, yeah, you were uh, you were paying not to see it, right? Well, when it came out, I think it only came out for like a weekend. Like that's all they could like afford or something like. It wasn't out that long because they're busy they're like, spending money and taking over old Toys R Uses and yeah, they're, they're generals. They're busy moving into the carcasses of our childhood. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> got to move the money where it needs to go. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, look, that J.C. Penny's just died. Go, go, go. Get him, get him, get him. <laughs> From the people that took over all of your childhood stores. And sell you the same shit every year. I feel like the KB Toys in the Cumberland Mall has just <laughs> For the last twenty years, and dude, everything in there is vacant. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a shame. the The problem with that one is, is that other places move into that spot, and then Spirit just goes, "Nah, we're gonna go for the bigger one that's around the corner." Yeah, we had a ton of prequels and sequels uh, that mm-hmm. got a lot of big budgets, and they made some pretty decent, pretty decent mo- uh, movie money there at the box office. Uh, I'm gonna read them off, and then uh, let's let's jump jump right in them uh terrifier 2 which i know we're going to talk about uh halloween ends prey which was a hulu original uh a predator sequel phenomenal texas Chainsaw. yep texas chainsaw was on netflix scream 5 uh orphan first kill finally like 10 years later we got that and then of course pearl which we already discussed orphan first kill yeah i have not uh, i haven't taken a chance to watch that yet i I saw it it's it's worth a watch it is worth it's definitely a watch. worth a watch. Yeah, it's definitely okay. worth a watch. So who would we, uh, which of those films, uh, in terms of the prequels and sequels, would we recommend to our viewers right off the bat? Prey. Prey, 100%. Prey. I think I think that tops the list. Which, um, which is strange, because Terrifier 2 had so much notoriety this year. It had such a cult yeah. following. Um, and I feel like that really kind of like spiraled into getting this film made. Because uh, the first one was pretty low yeah, budget. I think the, this the original one Terrifier, yeah, the original Terrifier came out what 2016. Yes, and did, you know it didn't do much. It wasn't like you know a huge wide release, you know, back then. And I know that it, it garnered such a huge cult following, and then they made this even were able to get the money to make this even bigger, you know, sequel. Um, I've heard it is horrendously gruesome. Yep. And, Yep. And I don't know if I want that in my life. I know it's going to eventually be put into my life um, because of, you know, our show. Uh, and I'm not looking forward to that day, but, you know, uh, I will watch that like many of our movies uh, through gritted teeth and hiding behind my hands. Let's watch it together, buddy, because <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Oh, man. It's Warrior okay. companion teams. Yep. Work <laughs> together, boys. <laughs> hold each other through the trauma Uh, well speaking of trauma I know you guys covered Halloween ends finally for the love of Christ let that let that cow die okay you've milked her for all she's worth I I, I said it in our episode so I'm not going to go on like a huge tangent I I think my my final thing is you know I, I, I am glad that Jamie Lee Curtis got to you know have an end to her character in the in the franchise um, I still, I'm still in the notion that I wish it ended like they just did the 2018, you know, and 
and left it at that. But of course, since 2018 was successful, you know, studios yep. like here's money, money, go make more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they David Gordon Green and uh, Danny McBride did not write it to be made into a sequel. You know, they had the idea of like, you know, you know, maybe eventually down the road we can come up with something, you know, to to come up uh, after this. But it wasn't they had no intention of it at all, writing the 2018 movie. And then, you know, it blew up and then it was like, OK, we not only do we want you to make a sequel, we want you to make two sequels and mm-hmm. we pretty much want them to come out back to back. So, you know, I think that puts a lot of pressure on you when you write this movie, have no intention of like when you're writing it to make a sequel and then you have to make two sequels immediately rapid fire back to back. Ton of pressure. I will say like, you know, we did get Halloween kills out of it, which, um, you know, story-wise to me, Halloween kills does suffer from that, you know, being the middle child of a trilogy, which is always tough. Um, but I will also say it was one of my favorite Halloween movies, like kill wise, because Michael just goes the fuck off and like, like gore wise and kills wise Halloween kills is my favorite of the trilogy. And that was last year though, right? Halloween kills last year. Right. Um, but yeah, I'll leave it at that. Like I would still say if you enjoy the Halloween franchise, um, and you haven't seen these movies, I will, I will suggest, you know, give, watch all of them, like, you know, enjoy them. Um, if you're not the biggest fan of the Halloween franchise, I would just say watch the 2018 one and leave it at that. Maybe kills, but uh, you don't have to watch the final one. Well, you know, it's like the blood and violence. Watch, watch kills. Absolutely. hundred percent. Well, with all, I mean, you know, that movie was up against a lot of competition. That was, you know, obviously one of the more big budget films that premiered in theaters, but streaming services, man, they absolutely killed it this year. I mean, they are changing the game. Just some streaming service movies that we had this year, uh, Prey, which uh, we'll have to cover that one eventually. It's such a great idea. I I think it celebrates kind of like conceptually what Predator always could have been is just showing Predator throughout the the history of humanity. Uh, But we can circle back to that. Other movies we had on Hulu uh, was a reimagining Hellraiser. Finally, I love Hellraiser. I, I've always loved that series. Um, and I was very appreciative of what they did with that reimagining. We'll be covering that this year as well. And on Netflix, Texas Chainsaw Massacre finally got a like 10th sequel. So, uh, what a good one. Uh, again, now that one uh, a lot of people had mixed feelings about. So, talk to me, Swayze. What'd you like about it? Um, so, with a lot of the like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. It feels like it's it's the same thing, reprinted over and over and over and over and over again. And that's an argument that you can make for a lot of the movies that we love and a lot of the uh, franchises we love that, it, that they're very similar. Sure, but it's like how many times can you make big dumb hillbilly with a chainsaw gets angry and cuts people? Um, well, which but, which this kind of does, but it adds a little social commentary about gentrification and kind of like the youth movements yes. going on. So it it puts it more into today's world and with today's uh, people and how people are in this day and age. And it's you get to see the clash of like, um, I don't want to do like generations, but the clash of like people that were yeah. born before all this happened and then people that were born after all this happened. 
and how they butt heads, but like there's parts of it where it's like, yeah, we can work together. We can try to be civil. And uh, I like that they gave, um, they gave him more of a twist. Leatherface had more of like a twist to it because it was like he was done with it to, you know, not to be too, um, like not to give away too much, but he was done with it. Something happens. And then he's like, all right, everybody dies. I just, I liked the way they did it. I thought it was better than, like, I, I thought it was better than the remake they did in what was it, 2010? Yeah, I think that was 2010 was around the last one. That one was just okay. I will say just because of like how even the yeah, it was on Netflix, so it didn't have like a you know a box office or anything, but the excitement around Texas Chainsaw Massacre was high enough that like I hope because I know the crazy lawsuit that's been going on for like last several years over the, the Friday franchise is finally like wrapped up. And so I'm hoping like they can they could do some kind of, you know, another reboot of that because i did like the 2010 uh friday 13th i thought that was good and i'd like to see it get a a fret a, a fresh reimagining well uh i mean if 2023 is anything like 2022 uh there's certainly opportunity for it so uh with that in mind I, i'm gonna stop reading off this monstrous list because i can go on and on this podcast can literally be me just reading off what i think is is close to a hundred horror or thriller movies that came out this year on the various platforms or in theater. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so it is I'd, definitely a lot. I'd like to ask what got you guys excited this year. Like what what were your what were some of your favorites? You want to go first, Chris? Uh yeah, I'll go first. Um not to beat a dead horse, but like one of the, like just the hype around Halloween ends, I was super stoked for that. You know, granted I wasn't as um happy in the end of it but you know i'm glad it still came out i'm glad i got to see it um x i really enjoyed and uh black phone was i really enjoyed black phone it's it's not as hard as you think um but it does have some really good scary elements to it and ethan hawk playing a really kind of deranged villain was fantastic like he was the best part of the movie like he was great um trying to think of anything else uh scream was good just because i really like that just because i think it i i take enough time away from that franchise to really kind of enjoy that you know scream's always been that very meta horror ever since the first one and i really enjoyed that it was a great cast um yeah, I think those are those are the few that I really enjoyed. Um, there is one that just came out. I don't know if it technically counts as a horror, but it is violent and uh, called uh, "Violent Night" with um, uh, Dave Harbor, right? Yeah, Dave Har- David Harbor playing a Santa Claus that shows basically full John Wick and <laughs> murders a bunch of people. Yep, that one's on this list. We we, we got a Christmas horror movie this year. That's that sometimes we got two. What what else did we get? The mean one, yes, the mean one. That's the one I, I mentioned to you, Jarvis. That's the uh, the Grinch uh, horror movie. Has that come out? I think yes, just it has. Came out about like a week ago, yeah. Yep. Wow, it is yeah. out. Not bad. Uh, and the guy playing the Grinch is uh, the same guy who plays uh, Art the Clown in the Terrifier movies. That's right. That's right. So we got some seasonal movies. Not bad. And coming up in twenty twenty three, we're gonna have uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Ton to be excited for, for sure. Swayze, yeah. what got you excited this year? 
Oh boy. Um, besides doing podcasts with the boys, uh, oh, that goes without saying. Oh. <laughs> so black phone, definitely. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was, I, it didn't go in the direction that I expected it to go into. And the way it was shot was just very, it was very good. It, 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 it was really good. It just kind of pulled you in and it didn't let go. And I, I really liked that. Um, Halloween ends was, was okay. I mean, I was more like, yay, the nostalgia because Michael Myers is my favorite slasher. So I was just like, oh, I want this to be good. I want it to be good. It was not as good as I wanted it to be. Uh, nope. Nope was really good. Nope. Um, yeah. We didn't talk about Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope was yeah, really still good. Gotta, I still got to see that one too. That That's a good one. Uh, Prey was good. Um, X was good. I saw this movie called The Cursed, which was uh, very interesting. New take on a monster movie. Um, All right. Without without spoiling it for uh, these gentlemen, because I told them to watch it without any context. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Those those were the ones I was I was thoroughly happy to watch. I enjoyed all of those to a degree. Halloween ends out of the all of them was probably the one I enjoyed the least, but all of them were like I could watch these again and again and again. Fantastic. Uh, I definitely had uh, I definitely had a, a bunch of favorites from this year. Um, a little, a little less known, I would say. Um, I'll, I'll start with men. Men got a little bit of notoriety. Um, a lot of the advertising I saw was off social media. Uh, it's more of an art house film. It is good. Um, it's, it's not a traditional horror. Um, uh, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, I love men. Uh, <laughs> um, that ending the ending uh, with, with keeping this as spoiler free as possible is probably the most discomforting, um, jarring, disgusting thing I've ever seen. And I am a co-host of a horror pod- podcast, and I can safely say that that was one of the most terrifically awful things I've ever seen. So highly recommend. Um and then, uh, but I, I mean, there, there's so many, so I'll, I'll keep it brief, but another really, really fun one. And this is probably if I had to, if I had to pick one to get people on to from 2022 is going to be Deadstream. Deadstream is a super fun movie. It is, uh, one person described it as, uh, Mr. Beast, who is the YouTube personality. If he started a horror movie directed by Sam Raimi. And if anyone has watched or listened to our Evil Dead episode, they would know I was not the biggest fan of the original Evil Dead series. However, this film does everything positive from that kind of genre, all the fun, silly gore, uh, kind of that lightheartedness, while still having super, super solid, scary bits and just keeping that really sharp, fun tempo the whole way through. So I think that's my number one of the year. If you guys had to pick one movie that you're like, you have to watch something this from this year, what would it be? Hmm. Oh, that's tough. Um, probably be either black phone or smile. So for me, um, because I've already like, if we're going around the lines of like how many times I've watched it so far, uh, pray. 
I I've watched it three or four times since it came out, and every single time I'm like enthralled. Like I don't want to I don't want to stop watching it. I enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see what else they're gonna do with this stuff. Because as we briefly mentioned earlier, they have so many avenues that they can go down with this and we can just see one from different generations and them fighting different warriors. And I, I can't wait for something like that. Yeah, definitely dude. There, I mean, there, there were so many positives from this year. Um, and we are not alone. Uh, Swayze, I think you have kind of, uh, some of the top three box office. Uh, so what were the top three grossing this year? I do. Would you, uh, would you guys like to take a guess at the top three? Because we have talked about all the top three. Chris, I I think we both know uh, Halloween Ends is in there. Am I right? You were wrong. Uh, oh, ooh. I I had I had figured it would at least be number three. Like I know it didn't do what um what it had expected to do, but I figured yeah, with such a you know big IP, like it would have at least made the top three. Such a like, huge right, following. Sure. I will say Halloween ends is number five. Okay. Okay. Top five. All right. I'll take that. I, I think it deserved at least top five. I think. All right. Well, hit me with number three. Black phone. Black okay. phone. Okay. Yep. How much number did that gross? So gross for black phone was eighty nine million eight hundred eighty seven thousand two hundred thirty. They sold over nine million tickets. Almost 10 million tickets. That's Good not Lord. bad because that was also one of the ones like it was streaming. You could stream it when it was released. Like I think you could you could have watched it on Peacock like the same time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. I can see that. All right. So number two, I- I'll take a stab. Um, I'm going to guess Barbarian. You are wrong. That was number six. Wow. Okay. So number two was Smile. Smile okay. number two. Oh, yeah, kind of picked that as number one. Hundred over hundred and five million, almost one hundred and six million. Um, wow, over eleven million tickets sold. People love horror. We talked about yeah. their marketing strategy in our episode. That's so true. Definitely check that out. Are you guys ready for number one? Uh do you have a guess, me, Chris? Me, I can't. Yeah, think. Hold on, let me look. I'm gonna look down the list. Um, I can give you a hint. I brought it up. Was it? Nope. Yep. Makes huh. sense. Huh. Was it nope? Yep. Yeah. Nope. So it was. It was the movie. <laughs> was it, nope. You said. You, so what was it? <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it was. It was nope. That, that does make sense because you know that that was you know another Jordan Peele horror movie coming out. So like you know, yeah. yep. As, as big of an IP as you know Michael Myers is, like Jordan Peele's become one of like the best directors and writers so like anything with his name on it is going to bring in a flock of people like i don't Absolutely. know if you guys have seen um it, it unfortunately didn't go for very long but um his uh twilight zone like reimagining they had on i think they had on like the cbs like streaming service or whatever i did not no i didn't see that but i i mean any year that has a jordan peele movie is a good year yeah, I would say, like, uh, I don't know if there's anywhere else you could watch it, but um, I would say look it up if you can, at least if it ends up popping up on Amazon or something. Like, I'll, quite a few, like, really solid uh, episodes on there. And just having Jordan Peele, like, there doing, like, the classic, like, Twilight Zone, like, intro and outro, it was really good. He always picks very solid actors, too. 
Oh yeah, like uh, uh, Kumail Nanjiani was in it. Um, Stephen Yun from The Walking Dead was in it. Like, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of pretty big name people were in it. Almost all of his movies have solid actors, and that just it does so much for the performances. Big names, uh, pretty big twists. That was a fun one. Not not the typical alien movie that we would have expected. Uh, definitely recommend seeing that one. Would you like to hear how much it made? I can't believe there's no M. Night Shyamalan movies out this year. <laughs> I, I can not believe it. <laughs> so, yeah, did you mention the box office on that one? How much was I that? I did not. It made $123 million. Oof. Um, it's, a nice, it's a nice chunk of change. I mean, that's nearly $300 million with just the top three. People love horror. Also, just as a fun little thing, um, number nine this year was actually Jaws from 1975 because they did a re-release for it and it made $12 no million dollars at the box. Did they really? Yep. So, Chris, I mean, you went way back, but I mean, okay, so if it was re-released, I guess that's a 2022 horror movie. Yeah. It was I accidentally pulled that out of my ass. Go ahead and add that to the list. You know, uh, Spielberg needs more money, so I can see why they uh, they had to re-release that, you know. Such yeah, totally. Yeah, such yeah. a struggling director. Definitely not. Totally not one of the biggest you know, directors <laughs> ever, and pretty much owns all of like Universal. So we he says goes. He's the Mickey Mouse of Universal. <laughs> yeah, he is. So we know what made money. Um, now, Swayze, I think you also uh, know what the people liked. I do. I do. Talk to me yeah, about that. All right, so let's uh, we'll go to the top of this list. Do you want to hear the worst three, and then we go to the top? So these are the Rotten Tomato scores, correct? Yes. Okay. Are we doing audience? Um. So I'll go by Rotten Tomato score because I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're going by okay. Rotten Tomato score. Well, they're going by like critic or audience score. Um, whatever the tomato is, man. I don't know. Okay, so no. that's, a, that's the critic one. Yeah. There you tomato, go. Potato, <laughs> tomato, potato, tomato, potato. The green or red, man, the tomato. Um, <laughs> so for they did a list from one to ninety five. Number ninety five was Jeepers Creepers. No surprise there. It got a zero percent. Good Ooh. lord! Big fat goose egg on that one. Ouch! Um, <laughs> they made another La Llorona movie called The Legend of La Llorona, and uh, apparently didn't do well. I didn't even know that came out. Um, so that's ninety four. I'm gonna that's guess that's 94. also uh, a whopping zero percent. Seven percent. Oh, seven. That's a big yeah, jump. Zero to seven. This, this next one is gonna be a little uh a little jarring. Um Firestarter. That's uh I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was one yeah. me and Jackie wanted to see. Uh we uh we'd forgotten about it. Another big Fire. big name reimagining. A lot of big yeah. name talent in that one too, but yeah, yeah. I it just yeah, didn't Zach grab Efron. me. Yep. It didn't no, it, it definitely didn't, but it, it only got uh ten percent. Which I, I think it did a little bit more than ten percent, but you know, which, I know. I don't if think I think about it, so it, it could have easily been more because there's always possibly more. So it's like three Stephen King adaptations we got this year. You know, thirty three percent were successful. Okay. <laughs> so we've had the bottom three. Yep, <laughs> top three. I can wholeheartedly say I have not heard of any of these. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number one. Is a movie called Hellbender. Hellbender. Uh, it got a 97 from Chris. And th- this is from 2022? Yep. 
I have not heard of that one. I okay. have not either. Uh, number two, The Innocence. That I did have on the list. Another one I haven't seen, but I did hear really, really good things. 96%. 96, wow. Okay. And number three is a movie called Sissy. Sissy? S-I-S-S-Y. You know, also something I've been called besides bitch ass. I have definitely called you that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one got a 96. And again, I'm, I've am i never heard of either, I think, the three of these. You said you heard of the second one? I haven't heard of any of these. I did hear of, of The Innocence. That's, I think that's probably it. All right, guys. Well, I uh, appreciate you guys joining me on this, uh, this lovely review on our fantastic year of horror. Um, I'd like to thank our listeners for this, and I hope you get to, or did see a lot of these movies or you know we kind of kind of brought to your attention some of them and you know hopefully you can check them out it was a great year in horror so a lot of these movies uh deserve your attention uh, i'd like to thank uh connor mcleod for our artwork andy kavanaugh for our bitchin intro and outro music and uh thank you to travis kaiser who was uh, our editor always working hard uh and from there swayze uh what would you like to say to uh, all of our aspiring horror fans out there. And as always, thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time. So can I just talk about how awful Jeepers Creepers is now? I heard, yeah, oh god. <laughs> can, I, can I just can I God that movie was fucking terrible. <laughs>